Yo, what's up, fam? We back for another episode of Do Your Best Podcast. Let's do the dang thing. Last week took a little longer to get up than usual Cause I recorded that episode and sat on it for a few days I didn't love it, I didn't hate it I had to listen to it again to make sure I didn't say anything too racy And I didn't think I said anything too racy But then again, maybe the things I said were a little racy. Yikes, the end of that. The end of that wasn't very good. Shit, man. It was racy. It was words coming out of my mouth at a unique cadence. And my opinions on things but yeah man we back we're back again we're back uh we're back talking about uh things we're back talking about what's going on in the world talking about what's going on in my world what's going on in your world and what's going on in the greater with the uh with the with the greater we the the whatever that is you know the royal we it's royalty but it's been chill, man. We're chilling. Things are rich. It's raining. It's fuck. It's fucking raining again. That sucks, man. Sucks again that it's raining. It sucks that it's raining, dude. Man, I um, I've been wondering about like. So when deaf people have, like, when deaf people have dreams or blind people have dreams, can, can deaf, do you think deaf people can see stuff when they dream? Like, what, what do you think a deaf person sees when they dream? I don't think, I don't know, I'll look it up right now. Deaf person, what do deaf, deaf people dreams? Deaf people dreams. Let's find out. How the blind dream. Of course this question has been asked before because there's people that think about this. Today I found out how the completely blind dream. It turns out if it, if they went completely blind before the age of 5 to 7 years old, they will typically dream without any visual experiences. Yo, that is fucked, eh? Man, you couldn't see anything in your dreams. Because your whole imagination would be braille and noises. Yeah, you'd probably see... I bet you it would be trippy, though, because you'd, like... I bet your dreams would feel really intense. You'd... Like, they'd feel... For what you can't see is how much they would feel. You know? They'd, like... Like, if you were imagining music or something, I bet bass drops would just make you nut, dude. I bet I wonder if blind people or people without a sense are more sensitive sexually. Cause yeah, I feel like you'd have to blind people for sure have to be more in tune with their senses. I wonder if they have like really sensitive genitals. Or if they're really in control of them. I don't know. Who knows? In the very few cases where some blind have reported having visual experiences in their dreams, these experiences are more in the abstract sense where they feel like they're seeing something 
even though they couldn't actually recollect or describe what they saw. Man, that'd be a trip. Sometimes I wonder if blind people are just playing a joke on us. Like, what if they're all just, um, they can all just see they're just fucking around. You know, they're all in on this joke that none of us are in on. There's a thing like that with Jeep owners. Did you know Jeep owners all have like a thing? Like Jeep owners, so if you drive, if you own a Jeep and you drive a Jeep and then you drive past a different person in a Jeep, you wave at each other. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that until I got in a Jeep. But uh, that's kind of fucking elitist. Jeeps. Jeeping it real. Yeah, that pissed me off when I found out they did that. Because it's like... It's a Jeep, dog. And as much as I like Jeeps, you shouldn't... You don't deserve to just wave at each other, you dicks. You know? Got a time for you doing that. But um, that was a unique thing that I learned about. And uh, yeah, man, I watched that watched that Seattle-San Francisco game last night, Monday Night Football. That was the game of the season so far. That was the best game of football that there has been this year. Um, Seattle probably didn't have any business winning it, but we did. Very cool. Very exciting. It's because that rookie kicker, Shim Shimita McLaughlin is his name, missed that kick in OT like a little puss, dude. He uh, punched it left, and then you know what Seattle's going to do. They're going to give the ball to Russ, MVP probably, right now MVP, and he's going to march down the field, and then that guy who missed three kicks last week going to put it right down the middle it was exciting as shit i screamed i screamed a bunch actually no i screamed a little bit but not um not like a an alarming amount not too much but that was that's a sick monday that was a fucking cool monday i think i'm getting sick i'm fighting off you know when you like you can feel a sickness kind of creeping up on you, but you can kind of fight it off for a few days if you like eat well and drink a lot of water and drink like lots of green tea and like lemon juice and get enough sleep and you can kind of fend it off. I think I did that for last week and I think now it's catching up to me and it sucks, man. I've said it before and I'll say it again, being sick being sick is worse than uh, like breaking a bone. Because at least you break a bone and it's just broken. Being sick, you just gotta kind of gotta like be a sack of mush for a couple days and not really exist. At least with a broken bone, you know why a broken bone is better. Because with a broken bone, you're gonna have a cast on your arm, and people aren't gonna. I'm gonna move the mic a little bit. Aren't gonna expect too much from you. Like, if you go, if you go try to open the door with a broken arm, someone will probably be like, "Oh no, I got you, dog." But if you go to the store and you just have like a sore throat, and you're like, "Hey man, can you open the door for me? My throat is sore. I, I'm feeling sick." They're gonna call you a fucking little bitch, dude. They're gonna say, "Open the door, <laughs> open the open the door, bubble boy. Open the door, immuno." You little immuno bitch. <laughs> you little immunodeficient biatch. <laughs> Use your fingers. Hey, dude, are your fingers sick? Are your fingers and your hands sick? Open the door, you little sick boy bitch. <laughs> That's what happens when you're sick. When you're sick, you're your, own, you're your only sympathizer because you're the only one who knows how sick you are. <laughs> oh, it's fucking stupid. It's goofy. It's goofy as fuck. Um, I learned this week that what was the thing? 
I wrote it down. You know what? Actually, you know what? I'm. I got a. I got a bone to pick again with white people. Being that I'm one of them, I feel like I, it's okay that I do this. But white people, we just keep. Um, we keep making up new sports. Like, I think we keep we keep making up new sports that we don't really need, and then making like leagues out of them, and like practicing them and getting good at sports that no one gives a fuck about. You know, like, like let's look at a list list of sports list of sports, and I'll tell you the ones I'm talking about. I'm talking about sports like. Uh, curling. Curling is one that we made up for us. Fencing, also pretty bitch. This isn't in a conclusive list. But like, you know, like, I mean like frisbee golf and like spike ball and slacklining, climbing rocks. Like all those bullshitty sport hang gliding. You know why we keep making those sports? Because we keep getting pushed out of the cool ones, man. <laughs> we keep getting pushed out of the cool sports by the way more athletic African people. And that's just the truth, man. Larry from Seattle is not going to be as athletic. You think Larry from Seattle is going to fucking Euro step his way from the three-point line and jam as hard as Latrell from Chicago. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Get out of here. No chance, dude. You know why? And you know why uh, white people aren't as good as at sports? It's because white people play sports because white parents don't want their kids around that much on weekends. They want them to go out and do things because... White kids are fucking irritating. It's like... Basketball is a hobby to Larry. But to Latrell, it's a way to get the fuck up out of the hood, dog. That's what it is. It's a, it's a means to an end. You know? Like Larry... Larry's playing basketball between SAT prep classes. Latrell's playing... Because he doesn't want to get shot or like deal drugs or like fucking, I don't know, work it, work it like a staples, you know, that's why, that's why we keep making up these bullshit sports and nothing is more frustrating than getting invited to play these fucking sports, man. Like, I don't want to play, I don't want to play frisbee golf. Know me better, dude. I don't want to throw frisbees. I also don't want to play golf. Like, you know my opinions on golf. I don't want to play that shit. Fuck no. Spike ball? Get out of here with that. Spike ball? Yeah, spike ball might be the whitest one out of all of them. Spike ball is such a game. Any game where you can get, like, really good at it the first time you're playing... And then kind of not get any better from there. I don't believe in that at all. Spike ball is one of those games. Spike ball, you can like get great in your first 30 minutes. And then that's it. Like it's just, you don't get any better. Like that's the end of the game for you. Fuck that, dude. So also curling. Get out of here with curling, man. You like throwing rocks on ice. Is there anything more unathletic than that? Like darts? Yeah, darts too. But man, if you have a Bible verse in your Instagram bio, I'm not gonna take you seriously. Fuck no way. If you think that you can put a Corinthians in your title, 
and then just show me your cheeks halfway down the page, get the fuck out of here. We're going to have nothing. Our relationship will be nothing. John 3.16. John's. Let's look up some funny Bible verses. Funniest Bible verses. Bible quotes. Funniest Bible verses. The 10 funniest Bible verses according to, to, to Daily Dot. Now, Sandra, 10 funny Bible verses you have to read to believe. Okay. Samuel 28, 7. Then Saul told his officers, Find me a woman who can talk to the spirits of the dead. I'll go to her and find out what's going to happen. Okay. I think that that quote in itself should explain why you cannot take anyone who takes the Bible seriously, seriously. Because a guy said, and remember, people take the Bible literally as the Bible. Saul told his officers, find me a woman. So Saul, obviously a guy in charge, told officers underneath him to go find a woman who can talk to ghosts and I'll go find her to find out what's going on. Are you kidding? And you people don't believe in science? What the fuck? What? You shouldn't be allowed to go to school. You shouldn't be allowed to talk to people that don't believe in the Bible in fear of what you'll make them think, dude. Get the fuck out of here with that. You're gonna let you're gonna let this you're gonna let the guy in charge go talk to the to the to the to the ghost to the ghost speaking woman to the medium to the big tits to Jennifer Garnifer what's her name what's her name Jennifer Jennifer Houston Jennifer oh my God what's her fucking name um Jennifer Jennifer uh, I know what you did last summer I know what you did you did last summer Jennifer Jason Lee. What the fuck is her name, dog? Show me her name. I know what you did last summer. IMDb. Freddie Prince Jr., very handsome. Sarah Michelle Geller, not even close. So yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller. You're going to let Sarah Michelle Geller, the one with the tits who talks to ghosts, to tell you tell you what's going to happen in the future? Get the fuck out of here. You kidding? Oh my god. You think the earth started 4,000 years ago? What the fuck? Hey, no, man. You know Jesus was Jewish? Genesis 6-4. The Nephilim, no idea what a Nephilim is. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them, they were the heroes of old men of renown. When the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children with them. They were the heroes of old men of renown. Oh, in some translations of the Bible, the word Nephilim is used, or it means giant. The Nephilim are believed to be crossed between humans and angels. Now, of course, angels are not real. So you can't be half and half. You can't even be... You know, if you believe in angels, you know what, you're allowed to believe what you want. I'm not going to chastise you because I believe a lot of crazy shit. But if you believe in angels, if you believe in something that See, here's what I don't understand about religion. They, so you say, so religious people love to say that whatever happens is because of God's plan. So what if there were two twins and, and one of them became wealthy and beautiful and 
super successful and did all these great things, and then the other one gets cancer and dies. That's God's plan? And if it is God's plan, what's the point in believing in it? Why would you why would you believe in something if it's shitty? Like if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Why would God want your kid to get cancer? You know? I don't get it. The fuck? Proverbs thirty one six. Let beer be for those who are perishing, wine for those who are in anguish. Kind of depressing. John 21, 25. Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. What? Yeah, the Bible is a fucking... The Bible's a trip. Did you know there's a whole chapter in the Quran about ghosts? What? I think that's almost more ridiculous. You know what else white people like to do? White people love, and like this is more recent, but escape rooms. Why would you want to go pretend? You know why that's so white? <laughs> because it's like being kidnapped, but you know you're going to get away. <laughs> it's like there's no real risk. <laughs> white people hate taking risks, man. That's why they all set half their money aside. <laughs> like, who... Who's ever been like, who's ever been excited to do it, to do escape room? You know? Who's like, oh, I can't wait for Friday. Me and, me and Carol are going to go escape rooming. We're going to go, we're going to go solve this puzzle and get out of this little room. <laughs> That's the whitest shit, man. We're going to get out of this room and then go crush a bottle of rosé and complain about our marriages. <laughs> Straight up, that's the audience, man. Karen and Carol, take it on the world one bottle of rosé at a time. <laughs> oh, God damn. What are we doing, man? What are we doing out here? I don't know. I never know. I I honestly have no idea what's going on like 90% of the time. I think that's what growing up is, man. Just not like having having a bit more time and just not knowing what to do with it. <laughs> it's just like my evenings and weekends it's pretty much just like eating dinner and then watching TV until I feel like it's time to masturbate again and then just go and jack off again. Like, that's all it is, man. It's just biding time between bust and nuts. Yeah, that's a, that's the name of something. That's Write that down. Biding time between bust and nuts. If anyone ever writes a auto or a biography on me, Call it that. Biding time between busting nuts. Yeah, man. That's poetry. Shit, yeah, dog. I started doing stand-up. Which has been so fun. It has been everything I've been looking for in my entire life. I think, and I've only done it, how many times have I gone up now? I guess a couple times, and my jokes have been making people laugh, which has been great. It's been 
really satisfying. I think all I've ever wanted to do really is make people laugh. So this is a great avenue for that. It's been a ton of fun. And it's fun because it's it's fun because it's like uniquely your thing, right? It's like you have to there's no use comparing yourself to anyone else or trying to emulate like the people you think are funny because no one else can write what you know or like what you observe. So you can do you have to like you can do your thing to like the nth degree. Which I it's just great. It's like you just get to feed into yourself and and write down what you think and it's or what you know. And that's been really cool because my life's full of funny shit, I think. Maybe not funny. No, it is funny. My full my life's been full of weird and like ridiculous things. So I've got a hopefully seemingly seemingly endless supply of shit I can go on about. But it's been fun, dude. It's been really fun. And I've had my friends come out and support me, and they've said they've enjoyed it. <sighs> I'm yawning on you fucking guys. It's the evening this time. I forgot to mention, I'm not um, I'm not recording in the morning. I'm recording in the evening. It's after work. I'm just chilling out. I got my candles going. I've got my computer in front of me. The kids upstairs have been running around making a bunch of noise. And every time they run around, it's like the light on my ceiling that gives me light in my living room shakes a bit. And that drives me crazy. Well, that was my belly. Sorry. That drives me fucking mental, dude. That might be the most irritating thing. But... Kids just want to have fun, dude. Can't blame it for that. Man, remember remember Halloween when you were a kid? How fun it was? Like, that was the best day of the year. I didn't see, like, like, I, I would get so jacked up for, like, the couple days before, even, like, the weeks leading up to it, and the day of, I was losing my mind. Because I knew it was going to be the shit. You get one of those little UNICEF boxes and tie it around your neck. You get a bag. My bag my bag was so my bag had batteries in it and the front of the bag had a skeleton face and when you put the batteries in and turn it on, the skeleton face lit up. Oh man, I forgot yeah, that bag, man. And and then yeah, the skeleton face lit up and then you fill it up with candy for like what seemed like three or four hours you're just roaming around getting steps burning cows and getting that sugar in your bag dude and now i feel like well for one there's a lot of crazies there's a lot of crazy motherfuckers that will take your kids i think like nutty fucks and like just i don't know people that'll do dangerous shit to you but i also feel like parents don't want their kids like experiencing anything i don't know i'm i i who the fuck knows honestly i don't it's just like it seems way more limited i didn't see many kids out this year maybe in the burbs it's a bit different maybe in the burbs it's still popping but i feel like my mom and dad used to say they would get like 300 kids come in their house every year maybe people aren't having kids anymore no people are having kids dude the population keeps going up what am i talking about what am I talking about? I don't even know. Man, do you ever get like nostalgic about things you actually haven't even done? Like, you have like memories or dreams about things that you haven't experienced? I think about that all the time. I keep having this dream about like, I keep having this dream where I'm somewhere warm. I'm like somewhere, I don't know. 
it seems like Palm Springs or like Arizona or something. It was like very dry and deserty, and it's like dusky. It's like a dusky time of day, so the sky's like super red and like purpley and, and orange. It's like super colorful sky, and I'm walking down this like wide road, and on the side of me is like this cement wall. Like it's not that tall. It's like maybe a bit taller than me, and it's like it's it's gating a it's like around a gated community. And I'm walking down this road, and there's like palm trees on the on the other on like the boulevard, and maybe I'm like running. I think I'm not. I think I'm walking. I'm going down this road, and this fucking song is playing in my head every time. Um, every time the dream happens, and oh, I gotta move. Oh. Um, what's it called? This song's playing. Wait, no, I gotta. How do I find it? Um, but I'm walking down. The, yeah, I'm walking on this thing, and the road like never ends. It just goes. Here, this. Oh, eat me. Oh no, that's the right one. It's like this, man. And it just goes on and on and on. And I don't know if I'm like fucked up on something, but it's like... It goes on for what feels like my entire dream. Ugh. Feels good, I'm not complaining, it's like a cool dream. Making out before the judge with my teenage wife. Got a wedding band on that I might just die with. It's an American wedding or something like that. But yeah, that keeps happening like. And it almost, you know what it almost, it's almost like the sky is almost like a techno, techno color. You know that, with that, whatever it is, it's like. It looks like uh, it's like pixelated over my head. It's totally fucking weird, man. And I don't even, I think, I, yeah, I've been to Palm Springs. But I was like, maybe I'm just like remembering this road. And it's like this weird dream that I keep having. It just keeps keeps going and going and going. And uh, it's kind of nice, honestly. It's like a weird, uh, it's really comfortable. And I don't know how we got here, but we're here now. Very interesting. One time I had a dream. Actually, this is a, this is a weird dream, man. <laughs> um, actually, I gotta Google up the meaning of it. Dreams about can't tell you what it is yet. Um, I had a dream that I was on like this uh, this beach, like a. It looked like Normandy or like one of the beaches from World War II. Like it was kind of shitty looking and cold. And the sky was like super uh, like purple and blue and black. And it was like thundery. And, uh, it, and it was wild. And then, excuse me. And then, you know when you can't run fast in your dream? Like everything else is moving fast, but you can't run as fast as you know you can go? Oh my God, my stomach, dude, is going. So it was like that. I was trying to run on the beach because behind me was like this enormous crab. Like so big. And it had like a lightning painted shell. 
It was actually so fucking baller, this crab. And I was trying to get away from it. And when it got to me, it didn't actually, like, like crunch me up. It just picked me up and looked at me. And it kept saying my name to me. And then my dream ended. What is... Okay, dreaming about crabs. Dreaming about crabs. To see a crab in your dream signifies you, your persever perseverance and tenacity. On an extreme note, you may be too clingy and dependent and hanging on to a hopeless endeavor. Could have been. It was when I was a child. I don't know. I don't know what was going on in my life then. Crabs are also symbolic of your irritable personality, as in the pun being crabby. Yeah, I was kind of a bit of a uh, bit of an angry little little toot, little little boy. Dreaming of a crab can mean that you're being stingy or needy and holding on to someone or something too tightly. Okay, that's the same. In some cultures, the crab is a symbol of poor health or an indication that you're not facing your problems effectively. And I'll tell you right now, I don't face my problems effectively at all. Because the crab in nature moves backwards and sideways, its appearance in a dream may symbolize your inability to look difficulties head on. Okay, well, the crab, the crab ran forward at me and caught me. So everything's fucked. This is all fucking ridiculous. Seeing a crab in your dream almost always re represents something about your character. It is telling that you that you are determined and constant in your emotions, but you also may be overly crabby or annoying. Yeah, I can be for sure annoying and emotional. You know, ah, fuck, dude. You know what you can just you know when like you know what you can do on the internet? Prove yourself of anything. Man, you can read an astrology book that says. Uh, that says Aquariuses are often murderers, but they can also be they can also not be. And then you'll be like I'll be like, Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. True. Yeah, you're right. I haven't killed anyone, you're right. <laughs> you can you can prove yourself of anything on the internet. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, fuck, dude. Astrology, the star signs, star signs. I'm an Aquarius. I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to have a, like a best friend or romantic partner that's a Gemini just so I can Aquemini with them. I want to have that. You by Aquemini. That'd be tight ass. What else? What are some funny other, what are some funny things that have gone on in my week this week? Oh. 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 Man, if you change, okay. If you're texting or typing and you change the autocorrect ing to in hyphen mark, whatever it is, semicolon, what's the fucking gr grammatical symbol? Grammar, grammar, grammar symbols. Is it a comma? No, it's not a fucking comma. Punctuation symbol. Tell me what I want to know. It's like the fucking, it's like the quote that goes above a word to make it a plural, an apostrophe. Okay, apostrophe. If you change ing endings to in apostrophe, you're trash. Also, It's it's more work to do that. Autocorrect automatically makes it ing. I know that. And so does everyone else with a fucking phone. But it just makes you sound dumb. Right? Like friggin'. Friggin' is a gross yo, friggin' is such a fucking Manitoba word. For those of you who are American, it's like a like a Dakota word. Friggin', I'm gonna get some friggin' diesel up in here. I'm a that's that's southern. I'm a what does Midwesterners sound like? 
I don't know what they fucking sound like. Southerners, Southerners sound like they got a. Southerners got a real comfortable accent that they can just sit right back into. They can either be real twangy and sound loud, or they can sound real. Uh, what's his name? Matthew McConaughey like. Man, I bet the number of women that Matthew McConaughey has fucked off his accent is just remarkable. I bet he walks into a a Ruby Tuesdays and says, "What's up, Charlene? You trying to catch a piece of this Texas ten <laughs> four? Hey, yo, Charlene." You trying to catch a piece of this long horn? <laughs> hey yo, Brittany Lynn. <laughs> hey yo, Brittany Lynn. You wanna hop up on this truck? You wanna get in the back of my truck and go twenty toes? I know we're second cousins, but it don't matter to me. We don't gotta tell our mom and dads. Cousins, our, our uncle, our shared relatives. This will be you and me's little secret. And if little one pops out, then so be it. It pops out and we'll teach him real good. We'll teach him English. We'll teach him mathematics. We'll teach him how to not tell your mother and father that we're second cousin fucking pumpkins. Dudes, oh, um, man, my uh, my aunt and my cousin used to fuck each other, dude. Isn't that insane? I'll tell you that. I'll, I'll repeat what I just said. My aunt, by blood, and my second cousin, also by blood, from the same side of the family, used to live, cohabitate, and I'm pretty sure they used to fuck each other. Isn't that fucking insane? Like, it's not just for Louisiana, or like Georgia or Mississippi or all the other throwaway states. It happened in Vancouver, an urban environment in Vancouver, for like a while, and people knew about it, but I, like, man, it's, it's so fucking crazy, I think. The the running joke was, what do, uh, fuck, I can't remember, what a, what do, uh, what a cousins who are dating do on Halloween. Pumpkin. <laughs> they used to pump can. They used to pump can. Man, I want to go to the south. I want to go down to the south and see if I'd fit in in my fucking pink hoodie. I'll put a put a stud in my ear and flick my wrists around and dance dance all homosexually. Actually, I don't even think the South is that dangerous. I just think they're fucking out of touch with reality. And um, don't know how to speak that well. But also, no idea. Literally, no fucking idea. Because I've never been there. You know what I do? What city I do want to go see really badly? Is um, I want to go to... Oh my gosh. Savannah, Georgia. That city looks cool as hell. Savannah. Georgia. I think it's on like the south coast of... Yeah, that city looks tight. South coast of Georgia, I think. Looks so pretty. It's just like an old southern town. Some real Baptist feel to it. Some real preacher. Some real fucking hallelujah type churches, you know, throwing snakes on you and like just yelling at you in tongues. The preacher's sweating on you and like touching your kid. That's what Savannah's all about, I think. That in Nash, I'd love to go to Nashville as well. I don't think Nashville is, is quite, uh, quite as true detective as Savannah, but it looks tight in Nashville as well. You know what they got to do? 
They gotta bring the Memphis Grizzlies back to Vancouver. I've had enough of them sitting in Memphis. Let's look up some Memphis statistics because Memphis statistics. Facts about Memphis is what I'm trying to think of. Facts about Memphis. Memphis stinks, dude. Memphis fun facts. Fuck off. Memphis is named for its Egyptian sister on the Nile. Elvis Presley made Memphis his home after his family moved to the city from Tupelo, Mississippi. Okay, if Elvis is the biggest celebrity you have to promote, excuse me, go fuck yourself. That dude just got fat and died in a toilet from having a heart attack. And he just stole music from people. I have no time for Elvis. Elvis is a fucking honky, dude. He's a honky. <laughs> Elvis seems like the kind of guy who would get offended by the word honky, too. <laughs> Memphis was founded in 1819 by John Overies, John Overton, Andrew Jackson, and James Winchester. Prior to its official founding, the bluffs of Memphis were occupied by a succession of Native Americans, of course, because we took it from them, like dicks. It is situated on the edge of the widest part of the Mississippi River. Is Memphis even in Mississippi? Memphis? Tennessee. Memphis and Nashville, Tennessee. The name Memphis means established and beautiful. Pretty generous. Known worldwide as the home of the blues and birthplace of rock and roll. Not to mention gospel, jazz, R&B, rap, and soul. Close to 20% of the earliest inductees, 24 out of the 97, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame have come from within a 100-mile radius of Memphis. That's pretty cool, actually. That's a pretty, that's a pretty tight stat. Because um, I give a shit about music. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, though it is bullshit, that is a cool thing that they did that. Let's see what else they got going on. Am I looking at the right place? I was walking in Memphis. I was walking with my feet ten feet off a bill. Walking in Memphis. Do you really feel the way I feel? Gospel in the air. Oh, you know what? That's that. Actually, yeah, fuck it. I'll listen to that later. Su, su, studio. Su, 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 studio. Tourist, or Memphis is home to over 60 tourist attractions. Okay. Home to the NBA's Memphis Grizzlies. Get fucked. You know what? I'm, you know what? I'm just bitter, actually. I'm bitter that Memphis has a team and we don't. That's all it boils down to. I'm I'm bitter that Vancouver managed that basketball team poorly. They managed it into the ground, and then they left, man. They left us in like less than 10 years. We had no time to grow. That was a bad move, man, moving out of Vancouver. And I know none of the guys wanted to come to Canada at that time, and I know like Steve Francis... Someone said some like racist stuff to him at the airport when he got here or something. But we had to give him a longer we had to give it a longer shot, man. We needed more time. You stole you stole uh Memphis stole the basketball team from us. It's really frustrating. Vancouver, you know what? Vancouver just needs another team of any kind. Like like give us so we have the, we have the Canucks, NHL. No one gives a fuck about that aside from people from here. Also, Canucks fans are dumpster fire people. They're the worst. I'm one of them, but they're the worst. We're like Leafs fans, but just from here. We're like Yankees fans, but from here. Very fair weather. A lot of fights, in this fucking stands. 
a lot of double sleeves on arms of tattoos. So many thoughts, man, at Canucks games. Holy shit, dude. There are more thoughts. There, Canucks games might be the most concentrated thought spot in the fucking world, man. Yo, I've seen more girls there that have sex for money than in fucking in uh, where, where prostitutes are. I've seen more women. I've seen more thoughts at Canucks games. I've seen more girls that are 30 dating a 55-year-old at Canucks games than anywhere else in the world. And am I jealous of those 55-year-old guys with them, with those saucy mamas? Of course. Because I don't have that much going for me. But at the same time, I know your conversations are cardboard. I'm sure the conversations you guys have are like drywall talking to drywall. I'm sure they're interesting. I'm sure you guys have a lot to say to each other. And I'm sure she's gonna. I'm sure she's dying to meet your kid that you had with your wife that you divorced. I'm sure she's excited to meet him. Your 14-year-old kid who's going through puberty. I'm sure she's psyched, dude. Does your kid come with a Rolex for her? <laughs> Does your kid come with a new car for her? Do you want to meet my 14-year-old son? Are you going to buy me a Rolex? Are you going to pay for my trip to the Amalfi Coast? <laughs> thoughts will be thoughts, dude. All right. I think I'm going to wrap it up. I'm, uh, I'm feeling a little tired. But I almost gave up on doing this thing. And I had a bunch of people last week ask me why the episode didn't come out. And I think that's what I needed to keep doing it. So thank you. To everyone who said that they're enjoying this and they want it to keep happening because I'm going to keep doing it then. But as always, please subscribe or like the video on YouTube. Um, do your best podcast with Julian Davis. I'm going to bring the video back. I finally figured out how to get my camera working, so I'm going to. Um, I've had nothing but issues with getting my AV to work the way I wanted to, but I'm going to bring it back. And I'll have one up the video for you next week. And as always, they're going to be on Spotify. Do your best podcast with Julian Davis. Uh, Apple Podcasts, same playlist. And that's it. Do your best. Have a good sleep. Keep it real. Drink a lot of water tomorrow. All right. Later.